Today's reading is from John chapter 20, verses 1 to 18. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned round and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabbanai, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he had said these things to her. Great, Lottie. Lottie, thanks very much for reading for us. And uh, thank you for those who have done the flowers for church today. They're looking great. Love these crosses down the side especially. So thank you very much if you've been involved with those. Um, It's Resurrection Day. It's Easter Sunday. And uh, what a great joy, isn't it, to be together, to be able to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That is just wonderful. It is Resurrection Day. And I want to say these three things this morning just very simply. See, believe, tell. It's Resurrection Day. See, believe, tell. Okay? So we've just got those three things. I'm going to, uh, we'll, talk, we'll look at the first one, and then we're going to sing, and then we'll look at the, uh, the next two, the believe and the tell parts. If you want, you could just do some, uh, some little science to help you remember. So see, believe, tell. See, believe, tell. Okay? We'll come back to those. Now, first of all, see. See. That'll be the first one. So, uh, Here's our first thing, C. Now, uh, by your seats, or probably you've already used one, haven't you? You've got some egg rattles? Yeah? Okay. And you might also find a party popper. Have you got one of these? Excellent. There's going to be a lot of tidying up to do later on. All right. Now, what we're going to do is I'm going to read the first part of the reading. And if I make a mistake, then uh, I'd like you to either vigorously shake your... Uh, rattle or ping the party popper, okay? And, uh, and then you can tell us what the mistake is I've made. If you get it right, 
then Ben will come round and uh, he will give you uh, an ick, okay? Uh, now, uh, all these things have been sanitized, okay? It's very COVID secure, so, uh, and, and the, the eggs are in the boxes, etc. So if you win an egg, then you're uh, very welcome to take that away and uh, uh, you should be fine. So here's the reading, but there may be some mistakes. Early on the fourth day of the week, while... Oh. Hey, okay, all right, that's, uh, there, are, there are about 10 mistakes, all right? So uh, someone like to tell us what the mistake was? Yeah, yeah, that's right, fourth day of the week, but it wasn't the fourth day of the week, it was the first day of the week. Yeah, that's right, sorry, right. have, have, a, have a great, great. So, early on in the morning, on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Jane went to the tomb. Oh, <laughs> who's the first one? Party Popper, down here somewhere? Which, which one was that, Ben? Okay, all right, come on, down here someone. Yeah, it wasn't Jane, it was Mary Magdalene, that's right. Okay, went to the tomb, saw that a stone had been removed from the back door. <laughs> Sylvia, tell us. Where, where, the, where had the stone been taken away from? From the entrance, yeah. Uh, so... So she came running to Norman and George and the one Jesus loved. Down here, William. Who was it? Who did she go running to? Well, she wasn't quite Jesus. There were two friends of Jesus, weren't there? Can you remember what their names were? Well, it was Mary and Mary and there were two. Mary was doing the running and she was going to... People, yes, that's right. Yes, there were two people, and they were called. They were called Simon Peter, and they don't give her the other name. He says the other disciple. We think that's John. Okay, and uh, and she said they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the garage. On <laughs> at the back, at the back, right there. So where did they go to? It wasn't the garage. It was the yeah, it was the tomb, that's right. So Peter and the other disciple started for the garage on their scooters. But the other... We've got one there. We've got a Whiffin family, I think. So it wasn't scooters. What were they? How were they getting there? They were running. Yeah, they were running, running. So uh, let's start that little sentence again. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the guitar lying there, but John Puttock. What was lying there, John? Strips of? There, strips of linen lying there, thank you, uh, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the garage. Terry... <laughs> he went straight into the tomb. Thank you. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' feet. May, it was his head. Thank you. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and couldn't believe his eyes. I'll have that one. <laughs> Did, Oh, Chris Dalton shook. Excellent. Where are you, Chris? So actually, the, what, it, what the Bible says, he saw and believed. And that's really, really important. They still do not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. 
the disciples then went on holiday to the Dead Sea. <laughs> Gillian? Yeah, they went back to where they were staying. They went back to where they were staying. On that first Easter Sunday morning, um, there were some tremendous things going on. It's really important that we understand that what happened, they went to an empty tomb. They went there and they, they, uh, and they were not, there was, uh, there was no body there. So do we need to change this mic at some point, Vince? We'll carry on as we are. It's uh, popping around a bit. So, uh, so you see. So, have a look at verse two here. Have a look at verse two. Um, uh, so, Mary uh, on the first verse went to the tomb, saw the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved. That was John, and said, "They've taken the Lord out of the tomb." So that's the first thing they're seeing on that Easter Sunday morning. The first thing they see is that the tomb is empty. Mary saw it. Then actually a little bit later on, where she went to get Peter and John, and they arrived at the tomb, and, uh, uh, and uh, John got there first, then Peter arrived, he burst straight in, they saw the tomb was empty. On that Easter Sunday morning, the tomb was empty. Now, what could, why could it be empty? Well, there are a number of possibilities. I've got four R's that some people say. So, for instance, some people say that it was robbers had taken a body out of the tomb. And uh, the trouble was, the things that they really wanted were the spices, not the body. So why would they just take the body away? Some people say, there's another R, some people say it was the Romans. Here we are, there's a thing of robbers, okay? Some people say it was the, the Romans who took the body out, for, just for, for safekeeping, because, you know, they'd heard that you know, there was a rumor of Jesus coming back, and they thought they'd keep the body safe. No, it wasn't that. Some people think it was the rabbis, the Jewish leaders, who took the body just in case, you know, to try and stop him from rising from the dead. And some people thought it was his relatives his family, his disciples who took the body so that they could go then and tell the world while they knew that Jesus was actually uh, still dead somewhere in Jerusalem. Anyone think it was robbers? Anyone think it was the rabbis? Anyone think it was the Romans? Anyone think it was the relatives, Jesus' family? No. Actually, we don't believe any of those people. We don't believe any of those people actually took the body because there's one other possibility, and this is the key thing for Easter Sunday morning. It says, Jesus is back from the dead. It's resurrection day. And uh, Mary was the first person to see the risen Jesus. And uh, she didn't recognize him at first. So you look at verses 14 and 15 here. Verses 14 and 15. And you've got, uh, uh, she turned around, saw Jesus standing there. She didn't realize that it was Jesus. And then look at verse 16 here. Jesus said to her, Mary. And, um, uh, and then she turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Mary was the first. Then there were 550, more than 550 different people saw Jesus risen from the dead over the next six weeks or so on 11 different occasions. So we've seen this morning so far, see, okay, see. That's the first thing you've got to do. There's an empty tomb. And then there were people, this is the first appearance, so they saw Jesus risen from the dead. So it's resurrection day. See, believe, and tell. Now, um, uh, we're going to look at the second point now. To, uh, so believe, believe. 
Now, um, years and years and years ago, uh, I was involved in youth work. And uh, uh, one of the things I did then was uh, to write a few different books and so on. And uh, uh, this is one of the books I wrote. It's called Young People and the Bible. And uh, uh, I I wouldn't recommend reading it now. It's very old, very out of date, but... uh, um, uh, and full of misprints, actually. But uh, that wasn't my fault. But uh, <laughs> um, anyway, young people in the Bible. Now, you can ask me, why did, I re- why, did I, uh, why did I write that book? And the reason I wrote that book was I wanted youth leaders to help their, uh, to be better at teaching the Bible to their youth groups. So that's why I wrote it. Seemed to be quite a good reason to write a book, really, help youth leaders teach the Bible to their youth groups. Now, when you look at John's gospel that we're looking at this morning, uh, he actually tells us why he wrote John's gospel. And uh, it says uh, here, just at the end of the chapter we're looking at, it says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book, but these are written. These are written. In other words, I've written this book. Why? So that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. That's why he's written it. That's why we're looking at chapter 20. That's why he's told us about the resurrection, that we may believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and that by believing him, we may have life, life, eternal life in his name. That's why he's written it. So... Uh, uh, what about the people then? Who, what about the people who saw it there? So, um, you know, if you believe, it's a, it's a tick. If you don't believe, it's a cross. Yeah? So, for the people here in, um, uh, in John chapter 20, uh, we see Mary Magdalene. She saw the empty tomb, and in verse 2, uh, but at that point, it was a cross. She didn't believe, did she? In verse 2. Uh, she came running to Simon Peter, another disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, they've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. Did she believe? No, she didn't. Not at that point. No. So we then go on. Peter, verses 4 and 5. Both were running, but the other disciple, that's John, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked at the strips of linen lying there, but didn't go in. But Simon Peter came, uh, along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there as well as the cloth being wrapped around Jesus' head. At that point, did Peter believe or not? The answer is no, he didn't believe at that point. And then John uh, then also went in, and it says in verse 8, that's really important, and yes, he did believe. John did believe that Jesus had come back from the dead. And then you've got Mary in verses 11 to 13. Uh, She meets Jesus. She thinks he's a gardener. So at that point, she didn't believe. And then Jesus said to her, Mary. And she realizes it's Jesus who's come back from the dead. And yes, she is believing. So you've got a mixture here of people who didn't believe and then did believe. Of people who, John, who believed right from the start there. And for you, right here, right now. How about you? Do you not yet believe? Or do you believe? Because John wrote this book on an Easter Sunday morning. He wrote it so that we would all be people who say, tick, yes, that's me. I believe that Jesus was back from the dead. And then you look in verse 17. Just go on to verse 17 here. Because what we see here is really important. Because uh, Jesus said, do not, this is to Mary, don't hold on to me. I've not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I'm ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. What Jesus is saying is that when you believe, when for you it's a tick, 
He's saying there's a whole new relationship. He says, your friendship with God can be as close as my friendship with God if you believe that I'm back from the dead. That's what he's saying in verse 17. You believe that's really important and it's a whole new life. It's a whole new life. Now, here is a pic of my dad. Okay? Uh, That's my dad. And when he was 56, he had a heart attack. My dad had been a heavy smoker uh, up until that point. So he'd been going at 40 a day, sometimes more. And uh, uh, as a lot of people did in those days, then he had a heart attack. And uh, the doctor said, if you carry on smoking, Mr. Moon, you're going to have another one, a bigger heart attack. So on that day when he had his heart attack, he stopped smoking and he never, ever smoked another cigarette. His life changed. And he lived until he was 89. See, he trusted the doctors. He trusted what they said, and it changed his life. And believing is trusting. It's making a commitment. It's changing your life. Now, uh, um, when you... um, uh, I've got a chair here, okay? And it is just simply making commitment to someone. Now, look, most chairs, when you sat down on your chair this morning, you probably thought, you know, you just, it's a chair, it's going to be okay. Now, here's a chair. I have to say, it's a little bit wobbly. The bishop sits on this when he comes. I was just praying that he's going to be all right. But um, um, do you think, so who think, I mean, if I sat down on this chair, is it going to take my weight? What do you reckon? Maybe, maybe not. Perhaps, let's hope it does. Let's give it a try. So, will it take my are you sure? I mean, it looks a bit wobbly, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, look, we'll give it a go. Now, believing is not just believing this is a chair that it can, but believing is sitting down. That's ready? That's what believing is. Believing is saying, I believe that this will take my weight. And I'm going to commit myself to the chair. And when we believe in, in Jesus Christ, that he's raised from the dead, we're actually making a commitment to him just in the same way as that I made a commitment to the chair, okay? You need to believe that Jesus is back from the dead. You need to believe that actually it really makes a difference to life and it really makes a difference to eternity and make that commitment to him, okay? So do you believe in the resurrection of Jesus? Is it a yes or is it a no? I do hope this morning it's a yes. And maybe it could be the first time. Maybe you're watching online. Thank you, William. It's a a yes. It's a yes, I believe, that Jesus is back from the dead. That's really good news day, isn't it? So, um, Jesus, today, it's resurrection day. See, believe, and tell. And that is the third thing this morning. So it's see, it's believe, and it's also tell. So let's have a look at verses 17 and 18. Now, Jesus in verse 17 is saying, actually, I know I'm raised from the dead, but I haven't finished. Because I'm going to go back to heaven, and then one day I'm going to come back. And I'm going to be the judge of the whole world when I come back. But we want to tell other people. The guy who told me about Jesus' resurrection is this guy. That's Mark Ashton. I became a Christian through Mark. And, uh, but there are, lots of other, uh, there are lots of other good things. Here's Richard Brunton, for instance. Now, let me tell you about Richard. He, um, 
Um, we hold a little, uh, uh, um, when we can, when we're allowed to, we, we get little uh, bunches of people to meet at our house to get local ministers. It's called a cluster group from the Sussex Gospel Partnership. Richard, who's preached here regularly, is part of that. Quite often, on a Tuesday, we meet for lunch, and then Richard goes upstairs, not for a sleep, but because he's going to phone Africa. So he has his mobile, and, uh, uh, and he phones Africa. And he preaches over his phone and he comes downstairs about half an hour later when he's told people about Jesus. He's told people about the resurrection. And more often than not, he comes down and said, well, uh, they're telling me that about 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 people have just turned to the Lord through my preaching and telling them about Jesus over, as Richard says, the telephone. Now, uh, uh, there are other ways as well, for instance, aren't there? Uh, Social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook, for instance, as a church. It's really helpful if we can comment, not just put stuff up there, but if we can comment on it as well. Um, uh, Other people would say, well, there are different ways of doing it. Maybe um, uh, maybe it would be perhaps more, more like this, more like this, because we need to tell the world about Jesus, tell the world that Jesus is alive. And actually, I do remember once driving through a, uh, a rather crowded town and a friend of mine found a megaphone. We, it was the end of a camp, and he found a megaphone like this on the back seat of the car, and he wound down the window, and he started um, uh, telling people out of the window, rather like I did just then. So it uh, can be done, I suppose. No idea how effective that was. But, uh, or, you know, if you've got a phone, why not today? Today, why not actually um, why not call someone? In fact, we could call someone now, couldn't we? Um, let's call someone and say, it's Easter Day. Let's call. Here we go. Hello? Uh, hi. Um, happy Easter. Who's that? Uh, this is Alex. Hello, Phil. Oh, hi there. Look, great. Um, I want to just wish you a happy Easter because Jesus is alive, and I just wanted to tell a friend of mine that. Oh, great news. Great. So, great you have a good day. See you later. Bye. Make sure your phone's on silent, okay? <laughs> so, uh, so why not tell someone that, uh, at, uh, you know, when you're back at school, or tell someone tomorrow, or tell someone this afternoon, it's Resurrection Day. We can't keep this to ourselves. It's the best day of the year for Christian people. We want to tell the world about Jesus. So those three things today... It's a resurrection day. Uh, on that first Easter Sunday, they saw the empty tomb. We're told here in this passage, Mary saw Jesus. See. And then we're told here that John believed. And then Mary believed. So it's see, and it's believed. And then they, in verses 17 and 18, Mary went and told the disciples. Verse 18, Mary went to the disciples with the news, I've seen the Lord. And that was that start of that great big tidal wave of telling the world about Jesus. It's a resurrection day. See, believe, and tell. Have a great, great Easter Sunday.